0: It is a Thursday edition of the Jack Michaels Show. Derek Hanson, Brad Anderson, coming to you from our extremely busy and very vital studios. What's going on today in South Fargo and reaching the world. We'll tell you more about that in a uh, second. I looked over at Brad and Derek on the opening montage. They're like, hey, is that a tennis highlight? You finally got a little tennis in the the montage? Mm Mm-hmm. Get a load of this, boys and girls. Tommy Paul. Tommy Paul's run to the semifinals at the Australian Open is the latest in a series of signs that men from the United States are relevant again in tennis. You want a stat? The last Grand Slam singles title, I know this isn't why you call, but the last Grand Slam singles title uh, for an American man came when Andy Roddick won the 2003 U- U.S. Wow. Open. It's been 20, 20 years. years. Oh, my. Is that, uh, you know, and I know that, and, and hopefully we have I'm gardens. not a I'm tennis not your, guy, but that's concerning. I, I mm-hmm. And my, my girls played tennis in high school. I got some friends in town, North High, go get them uh, some yep. tennis players. They said, Jack, I. Garzy's a tennis guy, and I don't know if we have JG or not. He might be busy today. We'll see.
1: My nephew, who you met last night. Is he a tennis kid? He's uh yeah, he's he he plays I think he plays some I uh, some I think J V stuff at Shanley.
0: It it does it, it's one of those sports, and I get it. And and Derek and Brad and I, you know, we do a lot of sports and sports casts and things like that, and I get it. It doesn't end up front page, and if you have a, a tennis son or daughter, you probably think, well, yeah, nobody ever gives love in their right. It's like wrestling sometimes. It's just one of those sports. But twenty years since the US doesn't that seem too long? Yes, right. That's a long time for those of us that grew up with Connors and McEnroe. Yep, yeah. <laughs> <Well>, even <laughs> and Andre he's, Agassi, Pete Sampras. Yeah, so, oh.
2: they were household names. But yeah,
0: they're kind of fallen off. The U.S. is kind of falling off the tennis map. Why? <clears throat> Everybody's playing soccer now, or what? Or well, I think that's part or? of. it.
2: I think people are kind of focusing. It's just it's a lot of specialization. Time. I do think that when it came to single sports i think tiger woods really affected people to go to golf instead of something like tennis or you know pickleball's easier i don't know i just
0: thought of a question for the text club today mm. 35270 high school school sport dominance okay so that marry that if you're going to text in today as for our high school for our preppers uh, prep, preps out there school Sport, dominance, and the only reason that came to mind because we were doing a little tennis. Wasn't it, Isn't it uh, like Red River has own North? Yes, a, right?
1: Isn't that right? Well, then South finally got him a few years ago. Yes, didn't they not? Vic Youngs was coaching. So that's all.
0: Yeah, three words on your text: school, sport, dominance. Three five two seven zero. Oh. So that's uh, a little
2: text. I uh, we'll have a little fun. I got uh, a little something too. I, I was stumbling through the channels last night. Mm-hmm. When I got back from the uh, Twins Winter Caravan, yes. which was a lot of fun, and gr- how nice to have crowd? that back for oh. the first time in three years, and well, that was fun. Oh, it, it was that was a great night. Well, and I think you know, f- just for a couple of young people who Jose Miranda and Nick and, you know, and Nick Gordon, who were happy to be there too, which is mm-hmm. not always the case. Sometimes you run into these right. guys, I, and, and, but, but it they, couldn't have been better. They it, were it great, was perfect combination. But I got home and I was flipping through, and then the Bally's or oh, his Big Ten Network had. Gopher's hoops on against Indiana uh-huh, yeah. and what I thought of right away is seeing a lot of maroon seats there think about how that has fallen off I mean you could argue in the 90s that program was maybe the second most popular program in I mean I would say second most popular sport in the state of Minnesota behind the Vikings I think oh, you, you could have an argument
1: I I go back to – the twins weren't very relevant after what, 92. But, I, but even, like, from like when they made that first, like, 89 and 90. Yeah. They got to the Sweet 16 and then the Elite 8. And then into the 90s. I love gopher basketball.
2: Right. It, it was Wednesday night on, and Saturdays. That's yes. what you did. It games was appointment. On, yeah. Games run. Next door, it was. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, I loved
0: it because I think we were all a fan of. Uh, you know, first of all, I, I was always a Ray Christensen fan. Correct. You know, Ray did. remember when Ray came on one time? I said, "Ladies and gentlemen, Ray Christensen." He goes, Jocko, it's Christensen." And I'm like, "Oh, I just pronounced Ray's last name wrong." Who it is? Ray Christensen "But his style of broadcasting, like a lot of us yep. have meant to, it, it was really like Lee Halverson has that 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 tempo, top of the key, jump shot, basket counts, and and Ray. But Ray, I loved. Because as he as he became even more veteran, you know, and, and many people fall into this that that you almost become a little bit of a case in point. You'd be like, you know, well, Sean Leonard, Tomsonor, no good. That was a bad shot. And like he just even <laughs> right. started adding just a quick little like that like, was not good. That was not good. golden gophers. Don't
2: know why he took that shot. A little bit more subtle than Alan Horton, right? I mean.
0: <laughs> right. right. It, Who yeah, just subtlety of, yeah. <laughs> of that? But you're right. Gopher basketball was good. They, 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 so. They, yeah. So, so
2: I think along with that, it's kind of what I think. To what your point is, and maybe you could also almost say what it used to be too, right? Mm-hmm. The school, the the because I mean, Gopher basketball was the the big deal here, and I think, you know, since NDSU and SDSU went up, and then you know, you sure. idea, and, and so now they're on the same plane, and and you, they can be in the same bracket together. I think Good that angle. you know, I don't think people are Gopher basketball fans as much right. as they were in the Fargo Moorhead area where. I remember when they went to the final four, that was a big that was spring. Huge. And
1: that was a big People deal. were
2: asking where you can find it when they were going to a high school basketball yes, game yep. on either side of the river. And you know, and I think to that point I I, I kinda think about that too, where it used to be dominant, you know, in, in that type well, of sport. And
0: it, Joe, who was with the twins last night, Joe was a fella helping out there on mm-hmm. stage and, and, and a good good young man. And uh with the caravan, he and I afterwards were kind of just hanging out on stage talking ball and talking about the logos and talking this and everything, you know, that. And we started talking about uh, success, and he said, oh, you did games? I said, yeah. I said, you ever, you ever when you gr- he grew up in Blaine, and I said, oh, did you ever get over to, like, Midway Stadium and, as opposed to, you know, now CHS Field, and, and you watch the Twins, uh, but did you ever check the Saints out? So we were doing that kind of stuff where he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. I was nuts over Midway. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he, he said, you know, it's curious about the fans in the Northern Plains, at least Minnesota said, he goes that that if uh everybody was worried that the Saints were gonna take, you know, oh we're gonna tarnish the Saints image and everything that they say. And and what we find out is that they're just as, an, as much as an entity and when they're successful, yeah. you know, it's all good. He says it's weird how just we just the the, the, the collective effort of falling in like if a team's not doing good you just go into a mild depression oh they're not going to win and then then you're almost looking for another organization to be the savior and oh they're not going to but we're talking about the the northern plains or minnesota type mentality when it comes to uh to sports like something's always got to take away or the shoes always going to drop or something's always going to leave off and oh we made a move and now this isn't going to (laughs) work the season hasn't even started yet so that was our conversation i said yeah we don't know what the trades are going to do and what this team is yeah. going to look like. But, right. you know, but I guess that's who we are. You know, it's kind of who mm-hmm. we, we are up here, right? I mean, it's, yes. that's, it's just what it is. But as Derek's point, you know, Miranda, you know, and, and Gordon, bright eyed, yes. talking to those, uh, the youth in a packed house. And, and it was fantastic to to have that sanctuary filled up last night and all of those of you that that were able to get tickets and stood in line for autographs. Thank mm-hmm. you for your patience. And, and, uh, yeah, that couldn't have gone any better. And we've been doing that for boy. I, I remember back in like in the nineties when we, I don't know when the twins actually started the caravans, but I remember the last two decades oh, yeah, plus. Oh, they were over,
2: I've been
0: they, here since they, 96. So. Uh,
1: they, they came to, they came to Lisbon a couple of times in the late eighties. I know they came after they won the world series in 87. And I think the year before, um, I think that was when John Gordon got hired. I think that was one of his first duties was the caravan. So that was in 87. Napoleon wrestling. Yep. I was just adding to my text well, 35278 school. S- somebody sport. added that.
0: Did someone drop a Napoleon they wrestling?
1: Did. They did. Um, I will. Um, it's not what it used to be because the red and gold have taken over that, uh, that, uh, that title right now. Lisbon. Lisbon is uh, kind of dominating things these yep. days. If I said but, but Fray-Z. Yes. Yeah, they were there Fray-Z for 8A uh, yeah. eight,
2: eight, eight for many sections. Stephen China. Argyle. Badger Bush, Middle River, would have something to say yes. about it once in a while.
1: Stephen Argyle football.
2: Yep. Yeah. Apple Valley wrestling for a long time. Uh, no oh, good no call.
1: Boston, when they won the bunch in a row, and Kelly Roysland was there. Boston. That was early 2000s. Good call. Because uh, the only I remember that is the the... Um, the school I was covering in well, it was 2001 had a chance to knock him off and had him up, had him up nine in the fourth quarter in the state final and couldn't finish the uh, finish the deal.
0: That's the question: If you just joined us, we asked for the text club today three five two seven zero. School name the high school and then the domi- the
1: sport dominant. Jamestown thing. boys cross country in the nineties. Oh yeah, legit. Yep. Dickinson gymnastics, very legit. Yes. <laughs> Extremely.
0: Going back extremely, to Robin Hubner's day. Extremely legit. That's really a that's – a, that's a hidden little – that's a little diamond in the rough right yep. there. That's a good call at 3-5-2-7-0. The, uh, the Wolves bounce back with a win against New Orleans uh, last night. Ant has dropped 30, uh, three straight 30-plus point games. Uh, Gobert back in uh, coming off his uh, groin injury. So good to see the Wolves. Now they've got a nice little six-game homestand. The Wild are in action tonight against Philly. The Wild have two homes – then they go into their buy into the All Star break. So this is uh, you know two games and and boom uh, other house cleaning stuff today. Uh, North Dakota State has a uh, new defensive coordinator. Yes. now David Braun. In case you missed the story, he he took the a DC job at, at Northwestern in the Big Ten. And I saw this name come across. Brad and I were chatting about this. Takes me back to my days as the as a You Mary uh, broadcaster when uh, my days in 100. Bismarck. And the Marauders, yeah, with Myron Schultz, who you just bumped into not I, uh, long ago. Visited
1: with him on Monday, yep.
0: The head coach, Myron's D C when I was there, Jason Petrino. It was a good young D C then. Now he's now he's got more tenured underneath him and a now season now. Yeah, season. Good work. Jason Petrino's the new defensive coordinator for North Dakota State. And yes, that's the Petrino lineage with uncles and cousins and everything he's Taking back Carroll College, who by the way, speaking of, by the way, speaking of if we went colleges in dominance, Ooh, yeah, NA, I think that would the, be
1: in the NAIA world. Yes. Carroll
0: College football, right, Brad? Um, but Petrino in DC, DC, I think he will. Um, like we've seen with these programs, Derek and Brad, uh, coordinators may come and go, coaches time have come and gone, and the baton seems to oh, yeah. continually be passed.
1: Correct. Yes. And I, and I wouldn't imagine yeah. any drop-off well, here's, with Liz Jason. Here's some more. What do you um, got? That's funny. I, I brought up Lisbon, and co-head coach in Lisbon. Uh, by the name of McClary. that would be Barry's son. That's a Napoleon name. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> he's there with uh, he and Rich Lucina to take care of things there. Uh, Lisbon brought a lot of good culture to the team from his res- days wrestling for his dad and for Barry in the Napoleon dynasty. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Shanley football with the six Deutsch brothers.
0: Yeah, I, mean, the I would sir, say. Stanley he said, "Sitchie did." And Chanley's and, well, and still
1: doing okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're sport. back. <laughs> um, West Fargo softball. Yep. When Fat when, when oh, Johnson was uh, there, very fifteen
0: good. so or so titles in a row. Or six. I know that they yeah. weren't
1: sanctioned some of them, but yep, But
0: that's a good but, call.
1: Uh this is a, this is one kind of near and dear to my heart because it's close to home, and I think I know who sent this. Lamore post nineteen baseball because they've won the state. In, I don't know two or three years in a row. Man, uh, um, really good.
0: And they because they kick Lisbon's call. tail, they yeah. kick Lisbon's tail on a I, regular basis. I just got one in here from a good friend named Seth Purim volleyball '80s and '90s. Yeah, they were good.
2: Like Perham cross country, and too, that was right? he, t- he
1: piggybacked that and gymnastics. So yes. Purim Purim. I was just involved. gonna
2: say gymnastics. I remember it was really.
1: uh good. let's see here. Kindred boys track and field, uh, coached by ah. a friend of mine, Josh Almaris. Yeah, one state nineteen twenty one and twenty two didn't have the meet in twenty because of COVID. Uh, this is another one, too. Glencoe Silver Lake football down in Minnesota, early 2000s, because um, was, that, that was down in my neck of the and I, I was in Litchfield, and they were Dave Dosey, who was, um, I think, I think he's a Mayville State grad, but he had great programs. Um, I would be remiss, I'm sure folks out in the West, for our text club question
0: today at 5,000 points for every submission. So see how many points you can get. Uh, high school and then sport dominant in over the years be remiss if you didn't say mandan girls, girls basketball for a decade yep. i mean literally i know that willis had a run in the 70s and the 80s shanley took it over and then mandan went hmm i guess we'll own an entire decade mm-hmm. yeah so there's there's a submission over there
1: cavalier football oh yeah, yeah for sure starting with rod oxendall and sandy laxdall and
0: what are we missing you know. in south dakota for our friends in, in great faces, great know. places, South Dakota, you'd have to think with the Miller boys that and uh, the and Mitchell, the fam, and Mitchell, Mitchell might yeah. be something in that. Uh, but anyway, throw that out. Barnesville, at Barnesville, had a run, Derek, where we're dominant, and we're using the term dominance no. here, not just what and, and gotta, defined by. We got to do it a little longer. How many How many years would be dominant, Brad? A three, five, you know, kind we of a stretch gotta get of seven? to seven.
2: Probably get to like four or five, okay. maybe. Yeah, I mean, Caledonia kind of set a standard of eight mm-hmm. out of twelve or something like Caledonia that. Caledonia football. Yeah, oh, so. we had
1: another one uh, go, I, Let me keep scrolling back here. Manolman football. Yeah, they oh, that's a good one. That's a good oh, one. Clark. Oh, well, and Ken yeah, ba- ba- I Ken, would go back to Ken Ballman. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, that's and, right. And John Clarkson. Had
2: kept it going pretty Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think, uh, I think the problem with <laughs> much of you mentioned my. I mean, when you had in the Heart of Lakes or the eight whatever. With DGF and Holly and Breckridge and Barnesville and Perm and Frazee beating up on each other, there was hard to have nope. a dominance because in any sport, really. No, then, then Pelican had Pelican had yeah, some I yeah, forgot them, were good, sorry, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they had a couple of state titles mixed in both basketball and football. So it, it they really be and then you realize how good your section was because they would go and do some Man, damage. That, they, I
1: ran into, that. I was going to the YouTube rabbit hole, and I remember covering a few games that year in 09 when the boys basketball won, Brad Bradstrand that team mm-hmm. was uh titan storist and schulstead right. they, they went unbeaten you forgot how damn good they were yeah, right how right. they yep. were good
0: i'll submit a couple <laughs> and speaking of rabbit holes, see we ask these questions and our minds just start flying out here we'll get to that stuff and, and um bishop ryan girls basketball is it enough i'm pretty dominant yes. for a handful of years it is it is to me Bodno girls basketball pretty dominant yep. uh, there in the, yep. the, the shot of Knife era and, and, that and would have and, been uh, Mike Forsberg right Yep that's yep. exactly right Coach Forsberg Yeah so there's a uh,
1: somebody's a century girls basketball and volleyball I would say they pretty much cornered a decade uh, um, especially volleyball and I don't yeah. think I don't think Jamie gets enough credit for what she does out uh, there Sarah and
0: Jamie are just uh, uh, yeah you're exactly right on I mean they were not only just in the title game one like seven out of ten Bismarck Demon Bismarck wrestling. Yep. Dominant, I know, in our era in the 80s, which, again, I know there were more years after the 80s, but the 80s were a good year. Okay, school dominance. Uh, proof in the NFL, proof in the National Football League that once you're in the circle, uh, it's tough to leave the circle, as Nathaniel Hackett. And, and, and how much backlash, by the way, like Denver, like just an absolute – Woe is us, and this is brutal. And he should be gone. This—why did this man even have a job? He should be bagging groceries there. I can't believe he should—he should be a pin setter at a bowling alley somewhere in Barrow. Alaska. You know, he just got so much He on him.
2: Just got an offensive coordinator job. Yeah, but that's probably where he's going to be the rest of his life, and maybe effective in that role because no. he would. I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers would vouch for him that he was a pretty good at what he did yeah, there. Right? It's just some guys with the, you know, with the main headphones don't do that well. I mean, I think. Les Steckel led the Titans to a runner-up in the in the World Championship, right against the Rams. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Les Steckel's a joke in this area, but he did a good job with Steve McNair and those guys, correct? So, I
1: mean, there's something to be said. I think that. they might say that for Leslie Frazier too, yes. and that's the question. So,
0: what what what's the fit? You know, what's the best fit you're looking for? The Vikings just had brought over Kevin. You couldn't ask for. I mean, you could ask for a better year if they had to beat the Giants. I get it. We're moving on and still playing this weekend. Yada yada yada, but. Uh, you know, what's the best fit? Who makes the best head coach? What happens when a coordinator becomes a head, and what do they lose when they do not perform well as the head coach? You know, what, what is the, what's the deal? Or should your head, say you hire a great offensive coordinator, I mean a tremendous offensive coordinator, make that person a head coach. Why should there be so much falling off? Should that head coach call plays, Derek. You know, should should it be fully on that well, and, le- and hire someone in the D.C. that you trust so much that you don't even have to to meddle with the D.C.? Why do we see some of this stuff?
2: I don't know. I mean, it, it is a spin cycle, to your point. I mean, Bill O'Brien's going back to New England, right? I mean, so, I mean, you're right. They're in. I think Sean Salisbury, I think, was ripping that whole thing on uh, Dan Burrow show not too long ago. I think someone else on ESPN oh. was, too, that we keep recycling these guys all the time. But the problem is, is when you bring someone in new – like a Matt rule to do something different with the Panthers and he falls on his face, you know, and it's amazing how it, that works. It, it, isn't it? It's, it's kind of, but then you have a college coach that maybe has a little bit of success for a while too. I mean, I think everyone tried to follow the Jimmy Johnson, that, that pattern for a while, but not everyone had a Herschel Walker trade up their sleeve either. So he <laughs> didn't have like no. seven, yeah, seven. Yeah, no. So there's just kind of, I mean, I, I think familiarity is, you know, it, it's, it's all a comfort zone, I think for a lot of people. And, To get out of that realm was a little tough for a lot of guys. I mean, who was the Oregon coach that Chip Kelly bombed in Philadelphia, right? And so he's back in the coaching. But yet, somewhere along the line, we've done the RPO thing in the NFL because you got a couple of guys. You know, they got certainly Jalen Hurts is going to feature that on Sunday without question.
0: And uh, you know, I know that 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 Hackett now to the Jets. As the OC obviously is is fueling what we brought up yesterday, Aaron Rodgers is fueling Aaron Rodgers to the, to the Jets, there and that's you, go. you know here you, know, you can imagine what folks are talking about in Wisconsin. Get it done, quick time Get it done.
2: Uh, How we, weird would it be if he went to the Jets, too? Does that mean he's in purple in 24? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's oh, come tight. in in a helicopter. Oh, no. Oh, it's wait, art, have we done that already?
1: art imitating life, yeah. imitating yeah. art, imitating <laughs> I've seen life. seen this movie before.
2: Uh,
0: big shot, again, uh, to put a cap on last night. Uh, it, w- it was really fantastic at the at the Twins Winter Caravan. And today is a special day also. Uh, I mentioned earlier on the open about what's going on today in our in our radio properties it's the 23rd annual cares for kids radiothon at benefits children's miracle network at sanford children's hospital and and here in numbers if you call 478 kids that's 4785437 or toll free 877 uh, 478 5437 and make a donation and during the course of this uh, the next couple days while we're raising money and and by I'll tell you what, your heartstrings are tugged by these stories. You know, uh, prematures uh, that are battling for life in, in, in NICU units, uh, babies that that could be held in the palm of a hand, so small that are they got tubes in them where you think they're just too small for a tube. This is what your donations are doing. And every hour, there's usually something like a, a double match or a triple match, or you know, someone else, a company is is matching your donation. So whatever it is, if it's five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks, a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred, ten thousand, whatever it is, know that today on behalf of our radio properties we're doing that, and uh, we get a lot of folks in here. Some people that, that fly the the, the the medical helicopters that that rush to places to save lives. So the phones. If Brad looks to his right right now at our studios, he just sees a hallway. Right, Brad, a bank full of phones out there. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, Four seven eight kids. Toll-free, 877-478-5437. You can be a difference and become part of a miracle today. We'll come back. Uh, we're also doing that text club today. Now, I'm really getting, now I'm, during this break, I'm going to be searching for high school, sport, dominant in that sport. Uh, 35270. Oh, back with more. Jack Michael showing the fan.
3: It's NHL hockey tonight. Over to the left side, 40, loads, fires. They go. The Wild host the Philadelphia Flyers. 645 is the pre game show here on 107.3 FM and 740 the Fan. Oh, I'm still
0: standing. That's it. That's what it is. Uh, text club over to 35270. In a moment, Brad, Derek, and I will tell you who will be in the Super Bowl. But before we do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll know for sure. Yeah, don't,
1: don't wager a lot of money. Yeah, please.
0: <laughs> Get out your pens and pads and papers. Uh, I guess it would it be happy birthday. The um, uh, uh, It's Australia Day today first European settlers right. in Australia, Captain Arthur Phillip, uh, landed in what is known as Sydney. Today is Australia Day, which makes sense why they're having the Australian Open at, at Cirque So I guess happy birthday to Australia. Um, and uh, I'd hate to double up on questions today, but food for thought, you could, have, you could only listen to one band the rest of your life that originated from Australia.
2: Well, that's pretty easy for me. ACDC. <laughs> <I> mean, <that's...
3: laughs> oh, question's over. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The end. That's yeah. it. Mike drop. Derek won. Yeah, you yeah, get the yeah. points. The winner is Derek. It's, it's not ACDC. in excess. It, it, it's not the Bee are fine. They're
0: not the Bee
2: <laughs> But I, I got a library ACDC. <laughs> I actually work. met a couple people who don't like ACDC. I, I was really? Like, yeah. Oh, one of my distant cousins of mine once said that, too. I was like, oh. No, he's younger, so he isn't. But. I don't know how I, I don't know
0: if this is the answer to this, but isn't the aren't the uh, the first couple of chords from Back in Black the mo- one of the most recognizable songs ever in the history of ever? Yeah. Yes. Right.
1: I would <laughs> <Yes>. say so. <laughs> gotta be, be gotta be high on the list. To
2: our uh, test. On the first couple of you shook me all night long, and <laughs> you know, and <laughs> Highway to Hell. I mean,
1: it, it's.
0: I mean,
2: even Hell's Bells.
1: Yeah.
0: Is some of the most recognized. Like a chord or two, and boom,
2: you. Uh, Okay, so
0: not in excess, Derek? You're not in excess? I love in I, love NXS. I like
1: in excess.
2: Yeah. They're Australian, yeah, right? They're very yes. good, but yeah. I, I mean, you're talking about one of the <laughs> most <laughs> influential ba- rock bands in and since the early 70s. Right. Uh,
0: Our colleague, Paul Ralston, who will be calling uh, UND basketball tomorrow night against uh, North Dakota State, and we, we can spend some time sure. That's going to be uh, intriguing because of what happened in, in, in game one. I would doubt you know, that, you know, I mean, NDSU just, just went to Grand Forks and went, Absolutely, displayed, steamrolled them. Man. Right, a dominance. imagine Paul Sather's team's been, you know, has bounced back a little bit. Uh, I'd imagine we're going to see a, a little uh, a different story, but we'll see. Paul's well, got you their... got to
2: think that NDSU after losing to lose in Kansas City after indeed right. just beat, and that whole weird Rocky. Right. don't get in the comparative score game. Right, <laughs> I mean right. that 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 was a tough loss for them. That, so the in, that
0: adds. You're right. right. It kind of I mean, adds. It, to it the makes it interesting. Intrigued there, uh, but Paul. On top of everything, Paul. Good to have you on board today because he's. Uh, He's answered my, uh, uh, the question, too. One that we blatantly, absolutely, not purposely forgot. School dominance. That's your text up, 35270 High School. Red River Boys and Girls Tennis of the 90s and Decade of 2000s. Yeah. Literally, in fact, I'll tell you what, of everyone that's been named, yeah. I don't know if there's been a more dominant program across the not board. for that long. Than that. That's a great call. And his Australian band, how'd we forget this? Midnight Oil. That's pretty good. Beds are yeah. burning. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, tell me why, Derek, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to face the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl.
2: Uh, Chiefs is, you know, a little underrated, so they can, you know, hang in there a little bit, but, uh, and Patrick Mahomes, if he works some magic to Kelsey, and a guy who I think is very underrated when he's healthy is Jarek McKinnon, and, you know, I like it. They can get it done at home. They're playing at Arrowhead. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I didn't realize that Burrow is three and oh against it's incredible. The Chiefs. That's that's yeah. amazing. Brad,
0: can you tell us why Cincinnati would face San Francisco in the Super Bowl?
1: Uh Cincinnati's defense is very underrated. I don't think they get enough credit. They've gotten a lot Correct. they get a lot of pressure, especially off the edge. We saw that a couple of times here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they made Josh Allen a little bit uncomfortable and they did that against the Ravens too. Um San Francisco, I think um if the defense can keep Hurts in the pocket and allow him to or is say not let him kind of freelance a little bit and do some things. Right. And if Brock Purdy can just use all his weapons, you know, use McCaffrey, use Debo, use Kittle, and just not get over you know, get over anxious by the moment. As it
0: pertains to ratings, intrigue. I know the halftime show is going to be the halftime show. The commercials are going to be the commercials and we're probably past it because I think we, now in this day and age, I think we see them all before they even air. Remember back in the day, the Super Bowl, you, you'd wait to see them and then you kind of reacted. Budweiser frogs and all that kind of stuff. But today on the 26th of January before the Conference Championship Games, is there something deep down that you'd like to see? To me, Purdy is a, is a is such a story that San Fran in the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy and that story continuing is a heck of a story, but I'm trying to think up against whom? Joe Burrow and the Bengals or Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? What's what's the what do you think the general well, story think The would Bengals be can
2: finally get their Super Bowl by beating the 49ers after losing to them twice, and then Good I story. think that's a pretty interesting story. So I, I guess that there's really a no lose situation here, you know. I mean, I think you get a brand-new coach with a brand-new quarterback can go and win a Super Bowl with the year. The Eagles, that's quite a story in itself, and that's pretty unheard mm-hmm. of. Yep. And then you know, I think the Chiefs, who I thought we, th- we kind of thought that Mahomes and the Chiefs would be this dominant team for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And they've won one, but they just have come up short now. And,
0: and I'm looking to, um, not unlike the FCS championship, because the buildup, it, it, two weeks seems like a month and a half when you're just used to every All right. week. So it's not unlike the Super Bowl. So you got to think of uh, of two weeks of buildup. You know, what are those two weeks where we're putting shows <laughs> together, and let's see, we're getting people that are from the region that played for a certain. You know, you're exacerbating
2: every story humanly possible. So I for me, maybe if that's Cincinnati it wins, it's going to be the. Are you going to join the O and four club with us in Buffalo? There's that's, a
0: story. That's, a... that's true. I mean, does that bite, Brad? Is that intriguing enough? Can would get say a Bengals so. Bengals in the
1: you know, Burrow. You know, I kind of look at the progression. They, you know, he got he got to a Super Bowl maybe ahead of schedule. Now is it your turn to win one? The last person taken in a draft. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. That's amazing, it's crazy, right? He probably should have been drafted earlier.
2: That's yeah. the only defense for him is okay. he probably shouldn't have fallen. Maybe that's as far an oversight. On yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not Tom Brady oversight, but it's it was an oversight. I thought I was surprised he was picked last overall.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, we're not far off. I mean, it's Thursday. We're, we're a few days away from uh, from those games. I don't know. If I was. think, you know,
2: the other thing is we don't know what the injury situation will be out with these two outdoor games mm-hmm. in the winter, not under a controlled environment. You know, what, how much is that going to come and play into it a little bit? What's the weather going to be like in Philly and Kansas City at that point? You know, because I, I do think we could talk to Dr. Phil about this on Monday. I do think that does come to a factor when you're playing on – We always talk about natural grass versus artificial surface, but, you know, when you're playing on natural grass in January, it's a little different than September, (laughs) you know. So I think those are the storylines to kind of watch who comes out of this unscathed, too. Because let's face it, if Dallas finds a way, how do you like their chances in Philly without Pollard, you know? I mean, right. I mean, so, I mean, right.
0: Because the defense certainly showed up. Correct.
2: And I don't, I think they would have gotten steamrolled.
0: I think, well, probably the, um, uh, I think we won this year in the NFL. I mean, I say we as a fan, but I think the NFL has been...
2: Well, they're King Midas. I mean, my heavens. I mean, yeah, I survive get survived the pandemic. I, I, mean, I, I, mean, get it. I get it.
0: The NFL would really have to shoot
2: itself you know, in the foot yeah.
0: Yeah. to not be viewed. But I think genuinely... I think with the youth at the quarterback helm, mm-hmm. and, and it's not it hasn't been all just three-run home runs to make a baseball reference. No. We've seen defense. They don't need to make a
2: rule to eliminate the
0: shift. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I think we've got that a, helps. I think we've Now, watch as we say this. It'll be like a 49-3 yeah. game No this more weekend. zone defense. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. I, uh, one thing last night from the, the caravan. By the way, uh, Tank McNamara will swing in here in a second. We're going to talk about or Jump on board. Uh, that well, Gary Mulder will join us in a Set moment. Set the hook, baby. Set the hook. Um last night was asked we we asked uh, about the shift and the impact of that from Tommy Watkins a third base coach and outfield coach and Nick Gordon and and that and uh they made a point Tommy did and and you're going to see some boys that that shift had just brutalized Max Kepler Max Thank for, you. One. for Twins Twins <laughs> batters so for lack of anything else right Brad and Derek mm-hmm. I mean that's that's who you're kind of it's so defeating to, to to and Drew and even at the at the American Association level to watch Drew Ward just John Silviano yep. and you called him to rake a ball in the right field just a missile a, right you know a quarter of the way into the outfield and be thrown out at first base right. it's like it's so defeating right. it, it is. is oh man so I don't
2: know that'll help Cap though right boys. It should. It should. I might resurrect his career. Maybe they should bat him leadoff now that you know the has gone too because he loved batting leadoff.
1: Yeah, I wonder who will be. You know, and he, he had a lot of successes. Leadoff. Oh, I would. In, I would put 19, him up there because I. I, loved I, I saw that. one Twins Daily article that that brought up Joey Gallo, and it's like, all right, I'm just counting no. this right. No, just no, just no. stop talking.
0: Well, if Joe. uh, It strikes uh, out 200 times. To put our cap, uh, to put our our tournament of high school sport dominance, our tournament of tournaments right now with Red River Tennis, maybe leading in the clubhouse with all due respect. What are we thinking
1: anymore? We got a few more Kindred Girls Golf. That's a good one.
3: Um, Oh.
1: Because that has spanned over a few years. Ooh, that's uh, good. says Four Winds Minnewaukan Basketball, which is the successor program to Ron Carlson's Minnewaukan teams from the 70s through the
0: 90s. That's a good
1: that's call. That's a good call.
0: Can I add Newtown, Um, like cross country,
1: Newtown? I think Newtown has. And, then, and like Bowman, too, for a while. Yeah, and I'm not... Jerry Pop was coaching. <gasps> okay. And he, and he went on, I, I think he went to Wilmer, yeah. Minnesota after that. Uh, another texture: Red River Hockey, Central Hockey, Spuds Hockey, Roso and Warroad. Moorhead
2: Spuds. Well, a lot of section eight there for a
1: while. Oh boy, yeah. And you know, and Central and Red River still pretty solid. They're looking up at Sal Shanley right now. But, it's like
0: Rocky and Apollo Creed. but, still, but yeah, you're it's right. still
1: there. Um, I think. Oh, here's another one: uh, Clark Swisher's late '60s, early '70s 48s basketball
0: team. Oh yeah. They were, they yeah. Now cl- you're
1: getting into the Eagle
0: Staffs, at, right? No.
1: Or the Archambault? Yeah. Archambaults. Like, they were class A then, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they were. Um. <laughs> Good question. See how we just made a battle on our text up, 35270. You use that same thing to text the word CARES. Again, the radio-a-thon is going on today. Uh, if you want to donate, uh, please do. Sanford Children's Hospital, you can't even imagine. You can't even, even fathom uh, the impact you can make in the life of families. Uh, you can call 478-KIDS, K-I-D-S, that's 478-5437, to make a donation uh, or make a donation online with Sanford Health's secure online form. So please, uh, the next couple of days, boy, if you can find a way to do that, mm-hmm. you're not going to feel good. Uh, the impact you have, we can see it firsthand when these calls are coming into our studios uh, on the hotline. Uh, Gary Muller. Time to set the hook. We'll uh, we'll we'll drag Tank McNamara in the studio. Uh, coming up next. Uh, again, the text club is open at three five two seven zero. That's coming up. Uh, Jack Michaels show at seven forty. The fan Tang McNamara, you're taking you and five thousand of your closest friends fishing. Is that the is that the story, Tank?
3: Well, let's get
0: forty to fifty people to come
3: along. We'll start with that. Let's I'd Start be with happy forty or fifty. Th- <laughs> okay, sounds like a plan. But I know the guy on the line would like uh, the rest of those people to come up to, and and go to Ballard's That'd Resort. That'd be a lot.
0: Gary's <laughs> the <A> lot. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Muller. Gary, good to hear your voice again. We're we're, we're kind of getting closer to this whole baby too. So, uh, not
4: yeah, that, we are right thinking about that. T- I mean, the winter's just clicking by here. We're going to be flipping the calendar here pretty soon next week, and then all of a sudden, bam, it's uh, February. So, right, if you haven't been to Lake of the Woods yet, um, best get on up here. We've been popping, uh, popping poppin big fish the last few days here at Ballard's. Uh had a gal check out this morning that uh, showed me pictures of a 31-incher that she had caught, um, you know, basically... Uh, Popped her husband's bubble by pulling one out of the hole that size. He's like, Well, I guess my 25 incher really doesn't matter after this trip, does it, honey? And she's like, Well, yeah, really, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Gary, I'm guessing that you you take
3: great joy in seeing a lady just stick it to her husband, right? When it comes to the size of the fish,
4: right? It's just, it's, uh, well, part of it is, you know, it's just that I, I think. You know, sometimes guys, you know, they spend more time at it, so then they just automatically expect that they're going to be rewarded, but it doesn't always work that way. Um, Had some more big fish the day prior. Two days ago we had three fish, um, all right at 30 inches. Um, We're about nine miles offshore now out in the mud, and I don't know. It just seems like there's a bigger pack of wolves roaming around, so we're going to hang tight for as long as we can keep this kind of action going. Got
0: a major question here for for you, Tank, because you're familiar, obviously, with this and the Ballard's trip, and and Gary, and and in all seriousness, because we live in a part of the world that that one could get pent up, you know, and we could get frustrated. It's cold and more weather's coming, and this is us, Gary. This trip to Ballard's, uh, for those that are going to jump on board and take advantages, just from a mental aspect of a release and fun, Gary, I mean, there's that part of this too, right?
4: Well, just get out of town for a couple of days. That's what I tell myself. I mean, I'd, you know, you kind of get wrapped up in your day-to-day, and during the course of the winter, I mean, it's just hard to make yourself commit to go and do something. But once you do it, it's like, oh, man, I should do this every year for sure. But this one is super easy because all you have to do is show up and get on board the motor coach and go. We're coming up on Wednesday, March 8th, uh, leaving Fargo there around the noon hour, get you here to Ballard's in time for happy hour. Um, we're going to stay two nights, fish two days, so you'll roll in on Wednesday the 8th, you'll fish Thursday, Friday, and then uh, we'll pack up and get back to Fargo Town later on that Friday evening. So it's just a kind of a quick up and back, but enough to make it feel like you're you know, are actually getting out of town.
3: You should be more specific because when I go to Ballard's Resort,
4: every hour is a happy hour.
3: Uh,
4: Yes. (laughs) It really is. Oh, isn't that the truth? I'm already (laughs) looking. Well, every day. Every day is a Saturday here, Tank. So I was just—I was thinking to myself, man, I'm looking forward to the weekend. But in reality, every day is a weekend here. So that's probably why I keep showing up every day. Yeah, that's I've
3: like, seen you work. You work like it's a weekend every day.
4: Right, <laughs> quote, quote, unquote, work. Yes.
3: So if the dude Honey, has that, you, you, you know, yes, if that's Gary,
0: yeah, if that's Gary's approach, just think how much more fun it is for those that sign up. Uh, let's bub it a little bit. B-U-B, bring up Ballard's. For, for that listener out there that is okay, I'm intrigued. I'll jump. But that sounds like a fun thing, to. But let's really break up Ballard's right now, Gary, and what makes that and that area so special.
4: Well, I think just the all-inclusiveness of it where, again, and Tank and I have talked about this before, you know, I literally had a guy come in the office from, I don't know, somewhere Colorado two days ago, walked in in the morning, never been to Lake of the Woods before, never been on the ice before, never fished before through the ice. And in five minutes, I literally had him set up to go. I had, you know, I had rods for him. I had his tackle. I had gave him a vexilar to use. I mean, it was everything that he needed for the day was taken care of. And then all he had to do was go outside the door, hop in the bombardier, get a ride out to the fish house where the guys were going to, you know, help him get set up, show him what to do, and you know, get him started on this whole ice fishing thing that was, you know, very foreign to a person from Colorado. So um again you don't have to be from there obviously even if you're from fargo and you've never ice fished before need not worry i mean it's just so super easy to show up you get the lodging the meals the guided ice fishing we have everything here for you to use if you need it or you can bring your own stuff along and come up you know catch a few fish and have some fun
3: and uh after the fishing uh, we get a great meal in the lodge but you know your cabins are set up for you want to play some card games or just sit around talk smart, but you also got a pretty nice bar in the lodge Ooh. too, right?
4: <laughs> yes,
0: it like is, I said. Right. So
3: I've heard. So yeah, I've you, heard. You've yeah. seen
0: the pamphlet?
3: Is it on I've the seen right. pictures, Is it on the yeah. pamphlet? I've never made it in there. I always go right to the restaurant. Right. Yeah. You smell
0: the hash browns or whatever. Yeah, and the fish. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right.
4: Exactly. Uh, we've danced. Well, we've got this thing. Uh, yeah. We got this thing packaged up. Two nights two days fishing all the meals in the motor coach 575 per person all in tax included um again super easy just to show up with the tankster and and have some fun and hopefully catch some big fish and uh you know like i say uh get some fish to eat while you're here and and uh just get out of town for a couple days and and uh enjoy some ice fishing on lake of the woods
0: pictures allowed video allowed can someone pull up a 31 inch uh, and then they'd be videoing that and then post that i mean there are no restrictions on on taking photos of the whopper right
4: right i was very happy to hear this morning that um the gal that did catch that 31 incher um you know took a quick picture and released it which is awesome um, you know, we always like to hear those kinds of stories and, uh, just, a you know, a tremendous photo that her husband had taken, but also good to know that that fish went back right away and you give somebody else the chance to catch it. So that's pretty cool.
3: It, it kind of is why it's called the walleye capital of the world. I mean, you can sit and just hammer the, uh, 13 to 17 inchers all day, or, you know, it might be a little slower, but all of a sudden here Boom. comes a thirty-incher up through the hole. It's uh,
4: it's a lot of fun. Right, or a thirty-inch eel pot that can also create a lot of excitement in a eel. short amount of time. Now that
3: you better have the video going for that. I need the motion video on the on the eel pot. That's where it's good to have a scissors in the old uh, tackle box. What is yeah. it, Helen? <laughs> I
4: don't know, Earl. Don't touch it. Call Gary. I don't know what it is with those things that they just want to swim in a thousand circles once they get hooked. I just don't get it. It's Do- it's unbelievable, but you have to be on your toes and ready to reel some lines in if somebody gets. Uh, Somebody gets hooked into a pout, that's for sure. We'll
0: tell you again how to how to jump on board. As, as Gary says, pretty soon, just jump in with the tankster, got the coach going, boom, you're there, here you go, have fun for a couple days, all of that stuff going in. But real quick, Gary, I I know this isn't why you called. But or I guess we called you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm from Western, you know. It's no secret in Western North Dakota, you do the the paddlefish uh, snagging. Snagging is how you do those. The confluence there, so we kind of grow those of us over there. You just mentioned eel pout. Do we know all all the species that are on, is under that ice right now? You know, it's we?
4: mostly. You know, you're gonna catch some pout. Um, we catch some tulipy. Uh, we get some perch. There were actually last weekend there were some guys that caught a few crappies, mm-hmm. which is like finding gold out there. I'm not every once in <laughs> a while you get these randos that show up in the middle of the the wall walleye bite. Um, on occasion, it's happened that you know somebody's hooked into a lake sturgeon. So. Um Yes, you know the bite is generally dominated by saugers and walleyes this time of year, but that's not saying that you don't catch some oddities you know during the course of your visit. It does happen you know on occasion, so you just never quite know what 's going to be tugging on the end of your line per se the greatest
3: part oh, one one thing we should mention we haven't um do we have to clean our own fish when that's we go question. that's a good right. question
4: that would be an egg unless you're going to give instructions, tank. I think we'll just leave that to the guides and let them take care of it.
3: They're they're so good at it. Why why if mess with something t- that works, right? If they asked you tank, could you? It's been a few years because I, I haven't really then, fished other places than Ballard's in the last few years, so I always let them do maybe it. Maybe
0: should, I should have asked Gary.
4: Would you let tank? <laughs> that should have been the way. I Maybe asked. one, maybe one of his own. <laughs> we'd, we'd start with that and go from there.
3: I'm more uh, wanting to drive a a bomber this year instead of clean my bomby. Own fish. So, yeah, bomber. that's yeah. where
4: you got to talk to. You got to talk to the Murdog <laughs> and uh, see what he see what he see what he says. Uh, I, I would be anxious to hear what his response would be when you ask him.
3: I don't don't think we could say his response on the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> no one heard. <murdered.
4: laughs> there you go.
3: Uh, easy,
0: website, phone number. What's the easiest way to connect so people can lock in on on, on those prices, Gary? What's the way to go? Uh,
4: BallardsResort com. You can get on there and and uh, you know get the information on the trip and get signed up. Otherwise, if they want to give us a call, uh, the phone number is two one eight. 634-1849. It's it's 218 634 ballardsresort.com, and set the hook. Boom, there it is. And you're hosting tank.
3: I'm hosting. Oh, so, that's going to uh, be fun. I, I don't want to jinx myself, but okay. I've been doing bus trips like this for years and have never left anyone behind. That's Never. outstanding to know, and that's a good track record. <laughs> we we <laughs> should throw this out. We've we used to stop in Grand Forks all the time. If if you live in the northern part of the valley, that's a great place and, to pick up. And that that'll still work, Gary.
4: Absolutely, we have done that before. If there's anybody else, you know, to the north that we can, you know, stop and pick up between your place and you know Drayton somewhere along the ways, we'd absolutely be able to do that.
0: Lake of the Woods, Ballard's Resort. Uh, Gary, is always, good talking to you. Hopefully we get a chance to catch up again as we move along here. But uh, seats are still available. Obviously, hit those phone lines. Grab mom, dad, cousin, my father, daughter, mother, son, the buddies, buddies, group of guys, group, group of, guys. of ladies, yeah, the, 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 your your Kiwanis club. I'm not, you know, right? canasta club, canasta bridge club. club. <laughs> yeah, your 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 Soger <laughs> Tupperware club. Gary, thanks. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> you bet. You guys behave yourselves.
4: Have See a good you, Gary. one. All
0: right, take care. Gary Muller joining us. Yeah, Tank, there's the door. Good to have Tank. Robert, are you were a big fisher person growing up? You and uh, a little bit. A little bit.
1: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't gone fishing in years. You know, we used to go camping a lot, so Dad and I would. That's right, went, you did camping We a did lot. camping a few years as uh, as in my childhood, and so Dad and I, would, and Grandpa too, would go fishing once in a while. And, uh, Grandpa would go He'd go to South Dakota once in a while. He had oh, a sure. couple of spots sure. out in northeast South Dakota that, uh that he liked to go
0: fishing. Like the This is like the Disneyland of fishing, what we were just talking it about. Just right, jump right out of, they oh. Just jump right in the boat.
1: Right? Ballards, that's
0: right. BallardsResort.com. Fill up that, that 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 motor coach. As we said, March is going to be right around the corner. So uh, get there, book that trip, and you're going to have a blast. BallardsResort.com. Good stuff today. Hey, thanks for playing on the, uh, the question of the day, 35270. Stick around. Common Man is coming up next. Hockey tonight, the wild and the flyers right here on seven forty the fan. And we'll do it again tomorrow live from the uh, Bolton Marine Product Show from the Fargo Dope. Comment is next on the fan.